0: Smell
1: something. Put that cookie down. Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. Josh. John Star. We're filmmakers, we're fans, and we are failing class today. We're talking about film school, and we have back on this week, we have Connor McLennan. Hello.
2: Hi, Connor. Hi, (laughs)
1: Connor. I'm Suck My Dick. Uh, Whom you might remember from last week as our video game friend and filmmaker, fellow film school what do you call video game students. friends. Colleague. I want to say colleague, but what's like the col- word for colleague? Classmate. classmate yeah, Hello, roommate. classmate of Chanster
2: and Josh. Just of Josh. I've graduated. Stop lumping me with He was your classmate like uh, a month ago. Uh, he was like a year behind <laughs> yeah. me. So. But he was still yeah. in classes <laughs> yeah. with you. He was in no classes with me. <laughs> so wait, he, really? Oh, wait. No, you were in production project four with me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. And then <laughs> I
0: used to come up to your class, uh, to the window of your class, and put a bit of paper that said Wild uh, wild, West. Wild, wild West, and you would just about
1: the middle class. Sorry, we're talking about storm school this week, but as always, we start with
3: asking, what have you been watching? And Josh, what have you been watching? Oh, shit. Oh, hey. Um, So I recently finished the season finale of Love. It's the Judd Apatow comedy. It's like TV show starring um, Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust. So it's like so it's about, it's like meant to be this down-to-earth type love story. So pretty much it's and a look at dating so have any of you seen the show? I have not okay um I, I do recommend it. it's pretty it's an interesting show it's only like the it's only 10 12 episodes per season and it's only 3 seasons and then they okay. like they, oh, are they done and uh, yeah that was the final done. season like yeah. they, okay. they fully finished it. it's like a nice tight story really I really enjoyed it um interesting characters um and choices and like one character is a stuntman so it's really funny exploring like that sort of, sort of side of things um typical like apatel type uh, so it goes on for like garbage. five hours and everyone just improvs badly
1: <laughs> no that's mean no
2: scenes actually end yeah yeah this is
3: um in a
2: sense but then they do
3: because there's other writers so they're like <laughs> hell no um so yeah I recommend that it. series. So uh what else have I been watching? Annihilation, which I believe we want oh, yeah. to discuss. We have all. Have you watched Annihilation, I Connor?
1: Have not. Oh. Um, we, didn't, we didn't. Damn it, we can't spoil We have to. Oh, oh, I definitely now, it's Connor. not like, Actually, <laughs> Spoiler it's right. not a movie that can be spoiled in that sense. There's no twist
3: to it. And it's no, not we're like, not spoiling it away because no. you need to watch okay. this. You too. need to watch it. But it's but, Alex fucking motherfucking Garland. Like, yeah. Yeah, holy yeah.
1: shit. Oh, we, well, we should have well. talked about him last week because he wrote the Halo script, and the Halo script's actually good. Oh. Ooh. Has anyone read it? Have either No, I it? haven't. And I, he also I came out and he might have actually directed though. Dread. No, he didn't. No, he is didn't. It, is that a... No, he no, no, didn't. Carl no.
0: Urban said that he, like, he was the one that really directed Dread. and Directed yeah, but, yeah. in quotation marks. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Um, but uh, so what else have you been watching?
3: Uh, that's it. Oh, that's Annihilation uh, and Love.
2: Annihilation. Uh, well, Chancer. what have just, you been watching? I've been pretty busy. Most of this is research stuff because... I am about to start work... Not about, I got months to go. Uh, Start uh, work colour grading a film, so I'm watching a lot of films like that film to get a sense of their colour. It's uh, like a 2000s uh, rom-com, I guess. So um, I watch Legally Blonde, which... (laughs) Holy fuck! That movie holds up. It's a yeah, per- it's a, it's, a it's one of the
1: closest things to a perfect script mm. as you can get. The pr- everything's executed just right. It's great yep. Hollywood filmmaking.
2: Absolutely. Um, I watched Clueless, which was <laughs> I, I think uh, like this. Is, I still
1: haven't seen that.
2: I I think Clueless of all the films I watch is the one that I'm like, all right, this is the sort of color thing I got to go for. Um, I watched Mean Girls, which yep. holy fuck that movie! Oh, my god. This yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's great because like I watched three. Movies that like really hold up, and then I watch two that absolutely don't. And the director specifically told me to watch these two. So, David, if you're listening, fuck you. Uh, which is the hot chick, which we watched recently together anyway. And then white chicks. Oh fuck.
1: White chicks. Look, I still can laugh at some of the jokes in Terry
2: Cruz. I I can laugh at Terry Crews. Uh, but a lot of that movie does not hold up. I do like the fact that it has set up and payoff, but sometimes they wait. like the whole lactose intolerant thing start of the movie like lactose intolerant it's next so, scene it's, it's so it's like paved Never out there again. it's just like
3: remember where like, I'm lactose intolerant remember that okay <laughs> yeah
2: remember I'm lactose intolerant hey guys watching the film I'm lactose intolerant it'll come back in like a scene Next scene, he drinks milk. Oh, Oh no. Um, But at the same time, I've also been watching a lot of Noirs uh, because I'm looking at writing one. So I watched uh, Nightcrawler which was yes. super good. Had um, you seen that one before? I hadn't. God. Uh, oh, oh, man. man.
1: Really When he moves case. the body. Yeah. yeah. I saw oh. it in a packed cinema and I've n- very rarely do I feel such a universal
3: <gasps> moment when he moved that body in the first crime scene because that's like the first moment when I it read was bad. an article yeah. how, how much Nightcrawler cool is a cinematographer's movie. Just because, like,
1: everything's like... Robert motherfucking Ellsworth. Yeah, Robert Ellsworth. I just saw him on a round table. He looks nothing like what I thought he'd look like based on his cinematography. They never do.
2: (laughs) What what did you think he looks like?
1: I thought he'd be, like, a darker brooding type. He's like a... (laughs) Pudgy round
2: balding old man. <laughs> he sounds like he'd be dark and brooding though. Mm.
1: No, he doesn't look dark. he looks like, like he looks like your fun uncle. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> Robert Ellsworth, my fun uncle. <laughs> um uh, and then I also watched uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture on yep. uh, uh yes. on Netflix. Uh, really good biopic. Um have either. I've watched it. Guys? I have yeah. not seen it yet, oh, yeah. Um it was it's, great because I have asked myself the question, what does the national lampoon movies even Dude. mean. Yeah. Why are they National Lampoon? I understand that now. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that it was a very self-aware biopic. It's, um, it's
3: one of my favorites because it, it has style. It's not just yeah. like trying to
2: be a cookie cutter
3: biopic. It's yeah. just like, it's like hey, you, you all know Will Forte doesn't look like me when I'm younger. Wait, do you re- really think Will Forte looks like he's in his 20s? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and th- there was that whole moment where he was like, there was this guy and this, this guy, guy and this guy. this guy. But they weren't really and, but, here. But there were actually like, like really 30 people, but yeah. this is a movie. I've only got- re- we got, p- yeah, got to condense it down. we got to condense it down to five characters. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. Joe McHale was like- um, Joe
1: McHale is Chevy Chase. Joe McHale
2: yeah. is Chevy Chase. I swear to God, that was just because of community yeah. and how mm. much they didn't get along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that was everything. Oh, and John Wick Two, which is just—it right. was—it was good. Mm. And I'm glad I haven't—I didn't just watch John Wick because mm. if I watched John Wick and then watched John Wick Two, like I am like, "Fuck yeah. that shit." Whereas I waited like two months and then I watched John Wick Two. I'm like, "Oh, this is so fine. Nice. Yeah, no, it's.
0: I think I would still prefer one, but I just I love the look. There is no two. fucking question. Yeah. I d- no, I number number prefer one, one was infinitely lit better and colored better.
2: Number mm.
1: two.
3: It just felt like they. they I just, did see a side by side for him. I, like, eh. yeah.
2: I felt like that's someone great. trying to do John Wick. Yeah, but was it the same DP? It was the same director, same DP. It though? was only one yeah. of the
3: directors. There wasn't. It, it was like because it oh. was two of them, and the one Oh, it was the third
1: movie. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: they'll return to form.
3: Hopefully,
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, that's everything.
1: Hey, Connor, what have you been watching?
0: Um, well, I decided that I would uh, watch some movies from the mother country, so New Zealand. So I watched uh, Boy.
2: Nice. nice. Um,
0: I rewatched uh, Brain Dad. Oh, yep. fantastic Which, film! Oh, just that. Bit oh, the AKA Dead thing. Alive. I yeah, kick ass alive. for you the Lord. Lord. <laughs> that that guy needs to get his own movie. Um, <laughs> even though he dies like two minutes later, but spoilers. Um,
2: uh, he comes back as a zombie, and then they yeah. fuck.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Isn't it a nurse and the, the priest zombie? Yeah. And yeah. then they have a zombie baby. Yeah. Which, and
0: then you, the mum blows up. And, yeah. And, oh, dude. It's great, just so good. Great film. Um, What else? Oh, my uncle from, well, my uncle who's in Saudi Arabia sent me a copy of Meet the Feebles. So uh, watch that. Meet the
2: Feebles is very hard to get. I had to yeah. order it through like a whole bunch of avenues, but so good. Yeah. Well, well worth it.
0: Yeah. No, it's it quite good. See, um, sodomy.
2: You may I, think it very odd of me that I enjoy the act of sodomy. Mm. Uh, you may call the wrath of God on me, but if you try it, then you might agree oh, that you bit. enjoy the act of sodomy. <laughs> great song, <laughs> great uh, song. That's a what. what happened to that Peter One. Jackson? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. Something about yeah. <laughs> so, All right. sure. well, What is he big, doing? Big next? Uh, they, Mortal Engines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's right. producing, he's yeah. not yeah.
1: directing, and everyone's like Peter Jackson, uh, Mortal Engines. It's not. It's like a visual effects guy from, yeah. from the last from the Lord of the
3: Rings of movie. Of course,
0: he's
3: now doing.
1: I mean, I kind
0: of hope he's working on the next Tintin film. Cause, uh, cause,
3: uh, he should have done a, yeah, swaps with Spielberg, yeah, right? Yeah, they're going to swap this yeah. one. And, oh, mm. man, I just...
0: I, I don't think it. it's ever
2: going to happen. Um, yeah, because that was meant to be years ago. That yeah. was meant to be when the first Tintin yeah. came out. Like, yeah. like yeah. two years after, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then I also rewatched uh, Hunt for the of People. Amazing. Yeah, yep. such oh, a great just film. Sam Neill is a god in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just, oh, he, he's like the... Tom Hanks of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Tom Hanks, so that's a... That's- Have you seen The Omen 3 yet? No.
2: Oh, dude. Tom Hanks
1: in The Omen 3. No, no. no uh, Sam Neill. Sam, Neal. Neal. Sam Neal. Oh, Tom Neal. Hanks yeah. of New Zealand is in it, yes. Yeah.
3: Hashtag butt
0: baby. <laughs> Hashtag butt baby. Oh, oh. And then, yeah, uh, apart from that, uh not myself. Uh okay. What have you been watching, Shane? Well, Shane, I've been watching Hey Shane, go fuck yourself. You guys <laughs> need to start
1: picking we've done what, this is episode eighteen. You guys need to pick up on this. Shane <laughs> oh. What have you been
0: watching, Shane? Oh thank oh, you, you, Connor. I've
1: watched quite a bit. I watched Get the fuck out you. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Red Sparrow. Ooh, oh how was that? Eh. That's what I've heard too. I've heard a lot of that. There was not one moment I didn't see coming. There's like two big twists and I saw both of them coming a mile away. It's really interesting to see Jennifer Lawrence be so understated. She's not normally that understated. But it was eh. I watched Annihilation and it blew (sighs) me. It it didn't blow me. Like I'm not, a lot of people are citing it as like the greatest sci-fi ever made. It's not. It's not. It's very good at what it does. I wish that Alex Garland would trust a static shot once in a while. He's just <laughs> there's moments, there's like the scene, you know the scene, Josh, it's where it's Jennifer Jason Lee and that, and they're in the little outpost out just before the bear yeah, attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's her and Natalie Portman, and these are two of some of the best working actors. They're delivering some good dialogue. There is no reason why your camera needs to be moving, and he's just dollying sideways over and over and over again, arbitrarily. There's no Decision to it and it bugged the shit out of me. But the bear scene the in the mother- House bears, yeah. gave say, that nightmare fuel. The yeah.
2: visual effects in that movie were fucking off the chain. Some of it with a little. No, there, there were a few. The, like, deers, the which deers were really like the same run cycle, they didn't alter at all. I thought that was the point. There were duplications. They mentioned duplications earlier in the film. As ah, soon as that popped up, I'm like, duplication, Got Okay, it. right, yep. Okay, um, yep. But the, the fucking crocodile and the bear. Mm. Yeah, the crocodile was legit. That was crocodile. insane. There was one shot of the crocodile where it was like, yeah. "Okay, cool. It's definitely CGI. They yeah. didn't get a real crocodile." Yeah. But the bear, the holy bear. shit!
1: And the end thing was got me a little a funny. You know. Oh yeah, no,
2: the end thing. I feel like it hmm. it worked as as a weird... I, bought, as it, it I bought it.
1: That, the last 20 minutes, I thought... The, the last half of the movie, I thought, was infinitely better than the first half of the movie. Yeah. Just, yeah, but anyway. I
3: think a funny fact was the same effects guy worked on Paddington that worked on Annihilation. Oh, my God. So yeah. You like, can really see it. The that band. bear
2: looked so much yeah, like Paddington. Yeah, and, and
3: they're like, well, Paddington's a nice, sweet bear, so we named it Paddington. Knows, so we're going to name this bear after, like, a really rough um, train station in London. So his, name, <laughs> it, his name's, like, Bloomington or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
3: that's hilarious. Uh, but, you know,
1: I, I I thought it was good. I, I liked it. Um, and then I, re, I re-watched The Big Short, which is people hadn't seen it. Yeah, it, That movie holds up. That movie is what I would call a horror movie in the truest sense of the oh, word, yeah, in is. that it is terrifying. Yeah. It is yes. genuinely, as a human being living on this planet, mm. it is a terrifying movie. It's mm. so well acted. It's the cut on that movie. I know I said... Uh, between Lady Bird and Fury Road but I would add the big short into there if you want to learn how to edit a movie (laughs) and how much of an edit can then change the story and move it and shape it and the way they shot it's
3: so good that's another thing where they're like they're not doing the typical format they're like Mm. hey this didn't really happen we didn't just leave these documents here but whatever yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, I, I started
1: Robert, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Piece I of that, 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 that. It's so funny. The, the gang so gets racist the first time. The gang gets racist <laughs> the first time. Yeah. But, like, in that episode, they accidentally start up a gay bar.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The best. laughs> have no. you not seen it, Charleston? I haven't seen it. Wow.
1: wow. Oh, God. It, I'm is, out. it is your humour through and through. It's, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Uh, the show The Good Fight came back, which is a spin-off from The Good Wife. It is just as good. Christine Baranski is class from beginning to end. She'll just have scenes which... They'll just cut to her reaction and it's like the biggest laugh. She's so good. You need to so watch both. Like it's, you keep it's, telling me to do. <laughs> and I would highly recommend The Good Fight is I think a better show because they're not as restricted like network shows are in terms of running time, in terms of language and course. But even then, they choose like the best moments to drop an F-bomb. They don't just drop it everywhere and say, how we're cable. We can say fuck, 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 fuckity fuck. They pick their moments and mm-hmm. it really, like, makes it impactful. But watch The Good Wife beforehand yeah. because there's all of these... The, the the crux of the show, what it kind of hinges on a lot is these characters coming back from that you saw from a couple of episodes cool. back and they're doing something and you know how they... And it's they present you a situation and then they bring in this character you're like, this character's going to fuck it up because they always do this, that. They have, like, judges that are really liberal, judges that have... That aren't liberal, they have opposing lawyers that are shit. It just it's the characters on that show and the writing on that show is some of the smartest stuff I've ever seen.
3: I just feel like ever. I'm like, come like happy endings where there's like a bunch of cats in my house now and then good wife's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I saw a movie called Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
2: Yes.
1: Okay. That's a masterpiece. That is so fucking good. I a lot of people have told me to watch it. It's basically like a rock opera about a gay ter- like f- who's who has gender uh, reassignment surgery forced onto him mm. and and it's like a rock opera and he's it's, there's all these music that's intercutting and i thought it would be like an, a fun story or whatever but they actually shoot it excellently they do some really cool stuff with the camera that happens there's this like a, a literally like mm. a 360 degree tilt done inside of an oven and it's so good and that performance john Cameron mitchell is the lead in that i Think that's one of the best male lead performances ever just in the history of cinema. I, I would put it up there with any of them because it's so all-encompassing. He's playing a pretty nasty character like a person who's not nice but you understand why and the music is fucking great and that end scene is great. There's so much to love about that movie so that's a really good one and then I saw a really piece of shit movie called Secret of the Incas which is a Charlton Heston adventure movie from 19... I want to say 54. It's the... Visually, they to stole a lot of that that became Raiders of the Lost Ark, the costume, the fedora, right. the treasure hunting thing. It It's dated terribly in terms of the female characters. It's, there's no adventuring at all. In they this adventure <laughs> movie? They, they filmed for real up at Machu Picchu and <laughs> it's... It's not good. It's not, there's no tension. There's nothing there. It was so bad. Everyone's like, oh, it's just basically a rip up. I'm like, no, no, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark is infinitely a better better movie just in the way it's shot, in the plot, in the female characters, everything. It's just, it was so, I was really disappointed that I saw that and I didn't get anything out of that other than, hey, that's where they got the costume for Indiana Jones (laughs) from. Um, And then the last one, and I'm going to get a little bit serious with this one, I literally just last night saw Love, Simon at the Brisbane Queer Film Festival. So to see it. It, If I had had this movie when I was 14, I probably wouldn't have spent nearly a decade hating myself. It is it's a very personal movie and I don't think it's like from a, it's shot well, they do a lot of really interesting formal things in it but it's not like as all encompassing as something like The Shape of Water or yeah. even Ladybird, which is a more sort of fits that same coming of age high school thing but we've talked about representation why representation matters and me seeing that movie on the cinema that there was something almost religious about that experience. It was very... Yeah. Very cathartic and very emotional. I th- currently that's my choice for favourite movie of the year. It's going to be very hard to beat because it's such a personal reason for it being number one. It's yeah. not a technical reason. It's not mm. a cinematic reason. It's a deeply personal reason. It's a very sweet and it's very funny too actually. The, I didn't expect it to be just as laugh out loud hilarious as it was. The, the writing is really great. The lines and the actors, they've got a really great cast. So they've got Tony Hale who's from, uh, you know him as Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the principal yeah. Whoa, okay. and he's like the weird kooky principal. Oh, it's awesome. very easy A in terms of the dialogue tone. Okay, cool. And they've got, uh, I've forgotten her name now. Um, Catherine Lane. No, uh, she's she's from Insecure. She's one of the best friends in Insecure, but she's the drama teacher in Love, Simon, and she is such a scene stealer. She's great and all the kids are great And and Jennifer Garner and Josh Duhamel play great parents in it. It's. I saw it at uh, the queer, queer film festival, and there's one particular scene with the parents, and there was someone about two, two or three rows behind me who burst out crying. It, like, it was hitting. It was a really great crowd. I think that's probably my favourite audience I've sat with since the last Harry Potter movie, where again that was like a really transformative. It's the end of my childhood moment and then this was sort of basically a room full of mostly gay guys, and it was, it was, it was something else. It See, was, I'm still
2: waiting for the asexual version of that because I don't know if it'll ever be made. I'm the one who's going to have to make it. The closest thing we've gotten, it's funny because I was talking to an asexual friend of mine as well, we both had the same experience. 40-Year-Old Virgin was one of the movies that shaped my life. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really odd because like, when he mentioned it, I was like, no fucking way. I thought I was like really weird for that. But apparently that's an asexual thing that people do. 40-Year-Old Virgins is our love, Simon. Oh, wow. (laughs) For now, for now. And it was because
1: there's some scenes in there... Like when you're like literally seeing a part of your life ripped out and then played up on screen, there yeah. is something I've never seen that before. I've seen things, and you're always substituting characters and ideas and feelings and emotions, and then. But there was like liter- just seeing a literal translation of a moment from your life put up on the screen. There's something both surreal and wonderful and terrifying about that. So it comes out in like two weeks. Oh, it'll come out sort of around when this podcast out. Go and see it. Movies like that need box office. They it's the first studio to sort of produce film like that. So nice. very good. Anyway, back to, back to funny silliness. Uh,
2: film school. Film school
1: is a thing? Back to funny mark? Silliness. silliness. Film school. Man. Back to hell now. <laughs> so film school is a thing, isn't it? Uh, it is
2: seeming everyone at this table has, has. been to or is currently going to. It, one. Well,
1: look, uh, Zane, uh, Zane, uh, our producer Zane is shaking his head but he did
2: film classes, which would have been run
1: by the film department, surely. The department, <laughs> he said department with quotation marks. Uh, it's very, it's an interesting thing because like film is such a young medium and so film school is inherently probably one of the youngest kind of academic institutions outside of like social media or something like, like that. Especially like Jebusy.
3: exclusively like film or like art colleges as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah those private sort of own. Mm. I, I kind of did a little bit of research on this and it's interesting. So it started mm. as pure academic studies like film theory people analyzing film and deconstructing film theory and when was that um uh, in the 1890s literally at the start of cinema oh, people so when were already deconstructing
2: went to every country and was like hey guys we are film school yeah, yeah pretty
1: much <laughs> um and sort of the first sort of established one there was uh russia had a film school with Sergei eisenstein was one of the people I who was founded say, it. I yeah. Yeah. Uh, in uh and i was looking at so the usc in the 20s was the first one that looked at practical film making because it was right in the heart of L, like LA and, and yeah. Hollywood mm. uh, and and how we sort of know film school to be kind of really started in the 60s with Tisch School of the Arts, Cal Arts and um, there's like this Texas one and
3: Columbia I think had it's it. It's like UCLA and
1: USC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I, mean, I think those happened like a little later, UCLA yeah. specifically because mm. USC and UCLA I know have the, like a rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and part, and they're usually like a part of a university. Like, there's two kinds. There's the one that's part of a university, so like uh, USC, and then they have the film program in USC. Yeah. Or it's a private, full profit institution, much like the ones that you guys have studied. Is, is, is JMC a for profit?
0: Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. it okay. costs us a
0: bit. <laughs> if you saw the oyster spread that the the heads of the. Campus were getting the other night. An oyster uh, spray? Yeah, I was there, Two man. Two different kinds of oysters, apparently. Oh that my was god. All they fucking served. Um, <laughs>
1: really? And then, and then, what's interesting is just recently there's a lot of online film classes. Yeah, mm. is the new thing, especially with screenwriting. There is hundreds of screenwriting classes online. I know everyone uh, and their
3: mother can think they can teach screenwriting. Yes, <laughs>
1: yes, that's thing. And what's it, what's the one? The one in um. Uh, After's do a lot of online courses as well. The oh, Australian really? Film Television and Radio yeah. School, oh wow, which is supposed to be like the top ten film
3: schools of all yeah. of
1: yeah. around the world. But anyway, yeah. So what, uh, what was I going to So Who should go
2: to film school? Who should go? To film Probably school? people who want to work in film. Generally, uh, <laughs> I find a lot of people who go to film school are people who are just like this will be an easy,
1: easy I A. Fucking hate cool. that. Yeah. Uh, pisses me off.
2: God, yeah, it's annoying. Um, So people who want to go to film, to actually work in the film industry, um, I would argue one of the best things you can get from film school is contacts. You get a lot of people who are working in the industry and you're getting a lot of people who will work in the industry and you will work with. Mm. Uh, always going back to Shane Black. Shane Black always said that one of the best things he did was he made contacts and he worked with people when they went through uni. They had like a little club, which was a screenwriting Wait, club. What did Shane
1: Black do... Film school?
2: Um, I don't know if it was film school, but I know it was university and there was a screenwriting club that he oh, yeah. was with and pretty much like... And they
1: like boarded up at the top of his house and like shared scripts and rewrites and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah.
2: they they, were, they very much worked together and that's one of the great things about film school is when you're able to work mm. together and not lone wolf it, like I usually do.
1: Mm. It can also be some of the worst things that happen. Yeah. It sure can. Mm. I mean, I think, because film school is primarily technical, it's a very technical... Mm kind of line of study. I think it's really good for people who've never been on a set before. Absolutely. Because it's like an ease-in. It's not like jumping onto a set and not knowing what you're doing and then if you fuck up, someone loses a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and people who have difficulty networking, I think, because it just, you're in, you have to network. To, that is why. To I, you have to sink or swim, school. basically, in yeah. film store. Yeah. And making friends. is a good place to make friends because yeah, you're around guys. people as opposed to like business where <laughs> it's not like people like casually talk about business on their day office. That's the thing they want to leave in the office. But Film people generally want to talk about film we're all want to talk, talk shop. And, and our talk, wives yeah. hate us for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, Chancellor and I, when we first met, we ended up having like a four-hour conversation about Doctor Who alone. So. Yeah, yeah, good they, time. That,
2: yeah. That's just in general. That's yeah, how yeah, we it's always, know how uh, I think uh, I, I'm pretty sure I accidentally messaged my ex on Instagram so <laughs> we could talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I oh my oh my thought God. I was commenting. I didn't know I was messaging.
1: Well, oh, wow. my God. Um. And I think it, what's really good about it is people who are maybe aren't good with deadlines or good with, like, they're procrastinators because it, film school gives you deadlines and you have to make the deadline. There's a, yeah. there's
3: a time and structure to everything. So yeah. you can,
1: it's a, it's yeah. a very structured sort of place and for people who are lacking that or don't know how to the, sort of engage with that. It's a
3: safety net for you to, like, develop your ideas and, like, maybe let some ideas flourish and maybe yeah. learn how to, like... I, I think Control that's your ideas. very
2: true, the safety net of yeah. film school. Because yeah. like yeah. making your first few films in a film school setting so much more safer than, say, going out spending your money to mm-hmm. hire a bunch of equipment and fuck things up and then waste $10,000 because you don't remember how to VFX at the time and, you know... <laughs> I'm only ten grand in debt. What are you doing about? Was oh, this the this is the spaceship one? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wow. built a spaceship in Chances' basement. Oh, I've wow. still
2: got the footage. Oh, oh.
1: Excellent, <laughs> fun times. You should just release it as is without anything, and just
2: be like, "Whoa, yeah. special cool. features on Peter's Deliverance." <laughs> yeah. Watch one fish, two fish, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs>
1: and and that's the other thing is that like because you can't make a film last minute. Believe no. me, I tried
0: <laughs> the amount of the amount of ones that I've seen that've tried to go last minute all yeah,
1: and so it's good to give you get you into practice as the prep mm. shoot post prep, shoot post, and that mm. rhythm of how making a film works, and so then you get a sense of how long you take to do things.
2: Mm. who shouldn't go to film school? <laughs> People who don't want to work in the film industry, <laughs> yeah. People who just like a shockingly is- large
3: amount of students who are film school students are apparently that. Yeah, yeah. I just want to do YouTube stuff.
2: Or just, oh just man, to- no, my
1: have favorite. you encountered? See, that was like before when I was in yeah, film school. You were pre- that wasn't YouTube. a, like YouTubers were around mm. a big thing, but it wasn't YouTube film school like filmmaking. It was mm. just vlogging. Yeah. Still at the time when I went,
2: yeah. That's oh, how old we I was we had a guy in my trimester who literally came to film school and he was a vlogger. And then he left after one try because he's a vlogger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Vlogging
3: is the least. I can I can beat that. Uh, In our try, we had someone show up for one day. The first post production class, she came in, and all I heard was, "Oh, I I just want to do wedding photography." She left. She never came back. One class. Oh
0: yeah. What do you do, film? If you want to do,
3: you can do photography (laughs) specialized courses. I don't know why
0: she. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the thing is, is it's not a bludge subject no and it's a it's a subject unlike essays or or you know literary kind of things it's it's teamwork is paramount oh, Absolutely. So yeah. basically every assignment you do is a group assignment, yeah for that the most part, true. except for maybe writing a script and maybe some film theory stuff um shitty work ethics make for terrible film school
2: students absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already talked about that now working on a set one but <laughs> yeah the, the work ethic of and some film people scores, is yeah. where they're gonna fail
1: mm. but i also think on the flip side there is a big uh, academic side to it that i think a lot of people don't realize when i was in film school mm. people weren't ready to do essays yeah no. they had no idea how to do an essay they had no idea how to look at a film and talk about it, or even just bullshit about wanky Theoretical stuff. And you're gonna have to do that, otherwise you're gonna be failing a class over and over again.
3: Yeah. The same class.
2: A lot of people go going Wait, to... Rio went to your film school too. <laughs> Love you, Rio.
3: <laughs> Love you, man. Oh uh, does Rio listen to this? I don't know. Probably. No, uh, doesn't. Um, <laughs> no, there were people shit.
1: there were people at my film school who continually failed the essay. I'm like, it's the same
3: question. You just do we write this time. Well, the thing is, a lot of people go into film school or into film, and it's like, oh, it's it's easy, it's fun, there's a hobby. And then they realize, oh, no, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, like, theoretical and practical applications I need to learn and, like, basically master. There's a lot I need to balance. Like, I do not yeah. realize how difficult this is. They
0: couldn't handle the crunch.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, and the, the big thing about knowing that analytical stuff, because I'm the sort of guy who hates essays. I don't... I, I, yeah, I, when great. I went through high school, I specifically ditched every subject where I had to write shit, and I just learned practical stuff like acting and uh, theater. Uh, but when it came to writing with film school, I actually got into it a lot because so much of the stuff you learn analytically, like uh, about genre or about international studies, is stuff that you have to put in practically. If you don't understand how a genre works, what their tropes are, you can't write, are, you can't mm, write can't in that write genre.
1: And it doesn't. I, I do think though there is a point where it gets really wanky. My film theory teacher at uni was. Very wanky. He said, here's like essay topics and he like gave suggested essay topics and he was like, he listed filmmakers to just write about their style or whatever and he had like, and then he had like Michael Bay written and then crossed out and then like M. Night Shyamalan written and then crossed out and he was very adamant, he was very wanky about things. I was just kind of like, Michael
2: Bay went to film school and he was head of his class he, he, there you he, go, someone was like, it's like people run When Michael
1: Bay as a commercial director like, is someone to look at and he is, as his work ethic is nuts, mm. I would like to see anyone. Well, pull that well, working with a his studio, he time. knows how to work with a studio. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: My, my first essay at uni when I was still very, I don't know how to write essays, was about Michael Bay, uh, about his work ethic, about his style and about how he got where he was to where he is now. Uh, and i think that was a very important my lesson my professor me. would
1: not have let me write that he was very wanky about things he had some cool moments too and the things that he dug that weren't like that aren't considered good he had his own like things that he liked that he was passionate about but that he knew were bad but he yep. wouldn't he would let anything that he hated he would like so there was a keeping you yeah, yeah there was a friend. moratorium yeah. on it in, in in film school um and i also think technical stuff you kind of got to be up with it and because you know i mean you not you don't have to know it all but you have to be passionate about it and you have to be willing to sort of soak it all in and say right. oh you know black miss pro filters on a 1.4 t stop like yep. all that kind of technical like jargon that you use because it's the most efficient when you're on a set when you're working and you've been doing it a lot it's the quickest way to get to what you want as opposed to I need the thing to feel like and look like at the thing and the what and the who. Hmm. Which is
2: why I think, uh, which is why I like the film school we went to because we kind of learnt... Every aspect we learnt the post production, pre production, and uh, thing, and, and a lot of people tend to like slack off in one subject because they don't care about it. The amount of people who contacted me about codecs and stuff for editing, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I'm going to edit in H.264," and I was like, "No, you're not. Uh, it's not an editing codec. That'll screw." Up. Um, but that's what DSLRs shoot. I know, and <laughs> you have to edit on H.264. Sometimes. I know, but if you shoot, if you if you're working in eight K thing you don't, anyway um, uh, Jargon Jargon, yay uh, but yeah, if, if you actually know all of this stuff you can get to where you want to be faster. Uh, if you know like yeah, Black, black Mist uh, black, c- black Pro Mist which is pro, something <laughs> I learned about last
1: week. I want to use them so much.
2: Dude, you, you know the whole trick where you use a uh, uh, fishnet stocking? Yeah, but Black Pro mist look a little different. Oh, they're, they, but they're the same thing. They're like same a little idea. Yeah, yeah, but mesh uh, on the, them. Uh,
1: the Black Pro Mist I think go on the front of the lens. Um, the, the best way to do stockings on mm. is Pull them over the back of the lens and then lock it in. That will get you a better result than sticking it over the front of the lens. Yeah, it gets you like. Uh, Sorry, uh, do, you, do you know about the stocking trick or Connor? Uh,
0: I think John uh, it's it. it, it you get it. that
1: old Hollywood glamour where everything's a little like there's like yeah, a soft yeah, yeah. halo it, a around it everything to the highlights, yeah. the yeah.
2: highlights, yeah. but and, it's the and same it thing. softens the skin a
1: bit too. Yeah, they use it like any, any close up on a woman in a movie's pre 1950. Mm. That is what the effect is to get cheesecloth mm. over the lens. Cheesecloth. So cheesecloth doesn't do
3: that. No, not at all. And people say
1: like vaseline. Vaseline doesn't look good either. No. Stocking
3: over the back of the lens across the mount, and you just mount mm. it on. I'll the keep hammer. saying the DP for neon demon. She just got hair grease.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Or uh, put it into after. Or put it into Premiere. Duplicate the layer. or make an uh, uh, an adjustment layer. Blur with an additive uh, blending mode, eh, same thing. I mean, it's not as good, I know. It's not baked in. Anyway, back <laughs> on topic.
1: I think the other thing and the big thing is you need to be willing to learn because there are. A, I encountered a lot, I don't know about you guys, I encountered a lot of people who went to film school thinking they knew everything. Mm-hmm. I was a mm-hmm. bit like that. I, very quickly, I was massively like
2: that. I, I very, still am.
1: I very quickly learned how little I knew, but then I also got really pissed off because there were like other people. So I still came across as an arrogant, I know everything dude, because I
2: was just like, fuck off. Like, that's not a rule. That's not a rule. Oh, I'm, I'm exactly mm. the same. Because I went in thinking I knew a lot. I learned You did know so a much. fair bit. Yeah, but I still learned so much. And when I see people who aren't paying attention or aren't learning, I'm like, God, you guys suck. Now I work there. Fuck, I hate students. You guys suck, man. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you oh. both look sad. I'm sorry. I actually like you both. I'm sorry.
1: What, about, what I'll about... see you on Monday, Chanster. That's where you go see you next Tuesday, Chanster. Hey, But you're probably not seeing him on Tuesday, so... Or, or, the joke or, doesn't or work. on Monday. on Monday. Uh, film <laughs> school war stories. Do you guys have some? <laughs> I, have, I have I have. a few and I'll, I'll go through them relatively quick. Uh, one of the classes was run by a doddery old woman who gave instructions to people and we had to do these, there was like a list of the tasks we had to do for this stupid directing. She taught directing actors and she doesn't know how to direct actors for shit because their main piece of advice is don't work with theatre actors. They're too big and over the top. Oh, I'm oh, like, God. no, no, no. Theatre actors can replicate a performance take to take and they know,
2: they, once they get it, they
1: can get it. Film actors don't.
2: <laughs> you can always, if you have something too far, you can pull it back. If someone can't reach a point, you can't push them further. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, but she gave instructions in one class. I was the only one who paid attention. Everyone, like, fucked around. And she gave instructions in one class that everyone didn't show up for because they were all hungover from some giant party the night before about don't include this in the thing that you don't need to do that. So I didn't hand it in. I nearly failed the class. And she was like, oh, no, I told everyone to do that. She forgot. (laughs) It It was me and, like, four other students had forgotten the thing. I'm like, no, we all four did it, and she's like, oh, well, you just did the wrong thing. I'm like, no, no, we showed up to the class, we listen,
2: <laughs> and she didn't was take it. Was your
1: teacher it. hungover? No, no was no. your
2: teacher in that day? Was she partying the night before and was probably, probably. probably. typical arch. <laughs> um,
1: I had so on my first group assignment film, my I was having issues with my DP, who was not very good. And him and my editor were really close and they were... Oh, I know the story. Yeah, you know the story. So we we had strict deadlines for the sound because the sound had to have a week to get done for the hand-in. My DOP and my editor went around behind my back and changed the edit on the film because I dictated something. I said, look, I'm going to put my foot down on this. I let them have so much leeway on other things, especially the editor, what she wanted. And then I said, no, I'm having this. And so the DP went and changed it and the sound guy had a day and a half to redo the whole sound to fix and match yeah. it, and we got marked down on it. And I got I fucking livid. That was that was really bad. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a grad. I didn't get to direct a grad film, and I really wanted to direct a grad film. And then I, what was interesting is over the course of people directing grad films, about four of the people directing grad films dropped
2: out like flies for really dumb reasons too. <laughs> See, before going to uh, to film school, I didn't realize that was a thing. People will not if you don't work on it you can just straight up fail for not handing it in because like oh how many like in my group there were there were three or four films that were just not handed in mm.
1: but there was one of the, so one of them one of them was doing a documentary he said it wasn't christian this is the guy who was actually my dp who changed the edit on me he was doing a film that he said was not christian propaganda it was very clearly christian propaganda it was about like a it was a documentary oh, about off. an ex con who like found jesus and now he's like Amazing. Anyway, he was filming it and he got like the film gave out like this special funding thing just for him. And what was hilarious is you're not allowed to film someone on parole and the police (laughs) had them delete the footage and they had to can the film. It was glorious, schadenfreude. Uh, There was a guy who just dropped out because he just didn't like the stress. I was like, it was not fair because there were four of us who didn't get directing grad films and all four of us, even take me out of the equation, the other three
2: guys deserved it more than the people who dropped out for dumb reasons. I think that's the most unfair part. Because like, I don't know how other film schools work, but I know in ours, you have to fight to get your grad film made and they'll only yeah. make X amount. There may be Y pitch. amount of You yeah. have to pitch it. You have to yeah. put in that effort. And some people, they do put in the effort and they don't get picked. So they're like, okay, I guess I don't. And then you get some dickhead who comes along and goes, oh yeah, I'll do it. And then... It's just either shit or doesn't get done in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do you guys have any war stories? I have a couple of happy ones, but I thought we'll do, do the negative ones and I can end on a happy note. <laughs>
0: anything? Any anything yeah, you yeah. you can omit names. Oh, okay. I've got one that, that's kind of it's flavored my whole film school experience and it was the <laughs> and it and it was the moment where shit I'm flavored. like it was it was it was the yeah. time in my life. This, this set where I was like, is this really what I want to be doing? And then after about the second day, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. <laughs> okay, so we went to this place called Ballandine, which is about three and a half-ish hours mm-hmm. out of Brisbane. Yep. Um, and so we were shooting in this little house for four days, and I was like, oh, cool. What they didn't tell us is that it was four 20-hour days. Oh so we only had four what? hours mm, to illegal. sleep, and... Uh, they didn't put on the cool sheet. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a bit cold. Um, bring long pants. So I was like, oh, it's going to be country. It's Australia. It's always hot. I brought shorts. It got to negative four.
1: Jesus. And I
0: went in as a PA and I ended up as the boom operator. And oh, I'd never boom up no. before. And I'm boom mopping in this field with chilling winds at negative four at like 20. five in the 20 morning. Who needs
1: twenty-hour days to do a movie?
0: Um, these these people. They, yeah, it was um, it was rough. And our friend Rio, he was uh, he was working in the camera department, and we had to share a double bed. And at one I point, it the lighting guys were happy so they just crowd around the lights. I was just like Rio, I just grabbed him and just we ended up forcibly spooning because I'm like, it's too cold, Rio. <laughs> I don't know if
2: you've seen Rio's size. Mm. You were warming him more than he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Uh but um, no, it was it was it was a rough set, and and it was like really good. But then there was some, like one of the ACs was like nearly took out the lead actress because he was surfing <gasps> on the dolly, and then he ran oh. over the dolly track, and yeah, there's just a bunch Fucking of stuff. Hell. But yeah, that that's like one of my war stories of um, you know <laughs> drove three and a half hours to go through four days of just absolute pain, and then we're driving home with the makeup artist Rio and myself, and the stretch between. Um, Warwick and Ipswich, we were just hysterically laughing, like we, we, we It hurt because we're just basically spent four days being awake, and we're just like, "Fucking, you'd what? gone is insane? Is this even real?" Yeah. But as soon as I got back, I was just like, "Yep, I know this is definitely what I want to be doing. I'm yeah. that kind of insane." It's a bit like that. It's like it's, it's like a what's the word, masochistic? Act. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: definitely masochistic. Uh,
1: do you have any horror stories? Um, Anything you want
2: to reveal? Oh well, yeah. No, just the whole like uh, work ethic teamwork thing. So I I fully understand that not everyone is into every uh, every, every role of the film. So uh, it was a camera and lighting assessment. Uh, me and mm-hmm. one of the group mm-hmm. were we we're really tight. We were like, yeah, cool, we're going to do this. Um, someone else here rocked up and was like, hey, can we be in your group? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. We'll have three. The more the merrier. merrier. Um, so... Uh, came to the end of class and we're like, all right, cool. So we're going to do story. our assessment at the end of class. Uh, they're like, sweet. I'm just going to go grab something and come back. And we were like, if yeah, that's cool, we'll start setting up. So we set up, we shoot the whole thing. We pack, uh, we're about to pack down. He finally rocks up and says, sorry, I forgot. And we're like, oh, it's cool. You can help us uh, pack down. It's like, oh, no, I've got to go now. And then left. Uh, he got an HD for that assessment. How? I got an HD, the other person who did so much work, she uh, accidentally, I think when she handed it in, because we had to hand it in online as a PDF, I think she forgot to add PDF at the end. So when they downloaded it, they're like, oh, it doesn't work, you fail. And then she was like, what? No, fuck. Uh, So she resubmitted it and she got a credit. Fuck off. Me and her, we we went through so much of the planning of this and this fuckhead. Got an HD for it. And then I I was like, you know, fair enough. He's not into uh, cinematography. That's fine. Uh, he came and asked to work with me on another assignment. And I was like, well, this is a different role. Mm. I will give you a second chance.
0: As he drinks some Guinness. <laughs> As I drink some
2: it's Guinness. Same- Look, fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I learnt my lesson. That is the main thing. That's, yeah, you learn very quickly that people work fuck ethic. up. ethic. Yeah. And this is what we said on the thing. If I, if you're not going to work with me, if you're not going to work 100% effort mm. in like a role you don't want if you're not getting paid, then I'm not going to give you a chance yeah. to give 100% effort in anything else. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you're, you haven't sold it for me.
1: Mm. Yeah. The blacklist is real, yeah, yes. and we all have it. Ooh, we all have I have, our own. have, I have another own. quick war story. Oh I yes, go,
0: go, um, so I was working on this session. I think Josh, you were also on this test shoot. Um, you'll you'll know the story I'm talking about in a second. Mm-hmm. Where it was some, it was like first time short film, like DP camera crew, mm. and so they would do. They didn't know the call outs, and so one of us walked up and was like, "Hey, this is what you do. You know, this is how you do the call outs." Like, "Oh, cool!" And then they kept calling, rolling. And then it wasn't until we got to the end of the day that we realized nobody on the camera crew, the DOP included, had pressed record. <laughs> oh. So they went through the whole scene. Like this it was like four four and a half hours of like shooting in the studio. And it ended with, Oh, why is there why is there nothing here? And he, he looks at the DOP, the looks at the first AC, and is like, I thought you were recording. <laughs> and then the first AC is like, I thought you were recording. <laughs> oh,
3: no. That is. Oh, it, is wap, 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 it is.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much ingrained at our film school as like the thing that you shouldn't do.
2: <laughs> what it, is not press yeah. record? Yeah, just don't
0: press record. I'm like, I just went up to the director, and she's like, oh. And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. You've got a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about
1: you, Josh? Anything you want to share? <sighs>
0: <laughs> well, I, think I, know, I think I know Is this. I think story.
3: There's, there's, there's so many I could tell. I like I've it's I, a quick one. Chance no, just. That's a quick one. What's a quick one? Okay. I'll just I'll just tell it quickly. Um,
2: the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be listening back to this at one point five speed, so you're fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're the DP on something and you're incompetent oh. director and. Uh, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> and your equally as incompetent uh, editor decides to go behind your back and try and insert shots without planning it with me first.
2: Very specific visual I, effect shots. Yeah, I know Very this specific
3: visual effect shots without fucking planning with me. When I'm... When I already fucking... I'm doing... OB with Connor, like doing like broadcast stuff with Connor. Oh, I'm producing two other films at the time, mm. Rio's film and David's film. And they're like, can you, can you DP this for us? I'm like, sure. I'll, I'll squeeze you. In. I, I I'll, put in, I'll put in mm. all the effort I can. Mm. And then you go from my fucking back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so so you, you, you
2: had you had you and me, you and me both. That's- when you were talking about your editor DP story, this yeah. is what I was thinking. Yeah. It yeah. so was, time. I was just like so especially since that was a film where they got feedback and the producers were like, "Okay, we've got to implement this feedback cuz people aren't understanding mm-hmm. the story." And they were like, no, "No. We are dating. You can fuck off." It is perfect.
3: Um also, it is perfect. also Yeah, people people
2: fucking people each other them. on awesome. sets is a problem. Especially
3: yeah. in film
0: school where everyone's or. fucking everyone. Yeah. The
3: producer, don't 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 talk to my editor only Oh, yeah, it. only
0: Yeah, I, I said that to him. I was like, "Oh, hey, dude. I was Oh, hang on. I got to talk to him before I can talk to you, bro, like in front of him." Oh, Cuz I just bro, don't man. give a fuck it. I just I oh, mean, I didn't never Yeah. But, what but about I the, was on that set. Sorry to What about
1: you. the good of film school? There's got to be some good. I have a couple things. There's a lot of good. I,
2: I'm going to admit this Shane I don't think I've ever heard you say something good about your film
1: no, I had a good screenwriting teacher in my second year he'd worked on Home and Away and All Saints and he actually like he was like oh fuck the program we're going to teach you how to write for TV we're going to set up a writer's room in the classroom work which at like a proper thing way, which was really idea. interesting It was really cool and he's done like a lot of stuff. He wrote this episode of All Saints that I actually knew before meeting him about like an Ebola outbreak in the hospital. Uh, it was like an intense like melodramatic episode. It was cool. Um, I got to practice with a steady cam. I got to get a Steadicam up on my vest, fun. which you don't normally, you can't just walk into a place and say, hey, Leah, let me put on a steady cam because you're going to fucking break something. And I got to work with a steady cam for for an hour or so. Nice. With like a With a giant fun fucking fun. broadcast camera on it. I nearly broke my back. Oh. I was like, no,
2: <laughs> get me out of this vest. Fucking I'm, arms and shoulders for Days, oh, now. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, I
1: worked
0: with one of those recently. They're they're pretty,
1: yeah. And and I got to work like in a studio. So we had like a studio set up, and we had to plan a show, and we had to do it, and it got broadcast live around the campus. Oh, that's awesome. so. I that's got to nice. direct cool. live. I essentially got to, in terms of the process, not in terms of the end result, but I got to direct live television. And do it live, and we had like shit because we we did basically did a variety talk show interview with like Rove McManus esque challenges yeah. in the middle mm-hmm. of it, and the host was a total dick and kept refusing things. He was an mm-hmm. asshole, but so I was working with that. I was doing the talent. I was working with a bunch of crew who no one volunteered to direct first up, and so I was like, "Oh, fine, I'll do it," because it was first class, first day yeah. Yeah. of film school, and so everyone was like, "No," nope. and I'm like, "Fine, I'm doing it." It was directing. <laughs> I'm going to say yes because that's what I want to do because you
2: knew everything, right? Yes,
1: <laughs> and it was. It was like I mean that is I can I cannot imagine directing live sports events or something like the Oscars. Well, as that someone who's would,
2: currently working on live sports events, and I'm listening to everything that's going on, I'm like, how the fuck yeah, are they doing this? The, the <laughs>
1: mental capacity to direct something like that is nuts and it was so stressful but it was really cool because I kind of we had to scrap a segment in the middle of the show so like while they're playing it out without it and so scrapping a segment and like ordering your camera people around with like the headsets everything it was really fun
0: yeah I
1: don't know if I did a really great job but it was a really interesting muscle to exercise and I could never have done that from that like a directing position unless I was at film school so that was really fun um and I think like overall, like the group setting, like the things we were kind of talking about, like the group setting, the deadlines, the discipline, access to equipment is oh. a mm. big one.
2: <laughs> Believe yeah. me, that one. Is, yes. if, if uh, the people who should go to film schools are people who want access to equipment yeah. <laughs> for free or for, you know, school fees. Because
1: prior to film school, all I'd shot on was like JVC handicams. Yeah. 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 DC, DSLRs weren't a thing when I was, they only became a thing in my last year of film school. Fuck you're old. Yeah. I'm way too old. Way too old. I think constant feedback you're getting is also really good, even if yeah. it's bad feedback, because then you start you you kind of got you get a hang of you either get a hang or you don't mm-hmm. of people constantly telling you either you, if this is shit, change it, all, yeah. or totally. or is this is good. I like that, or people saying it's shit, and you're like, no, it's not, and you're wrong.
2: You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> it's a safe place to learn a your boundaries, but b also where you're screwing up.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I think though that's the one thing I wish film schools let kids experiment a bit more. Creatively and go out of the bounds of. Things. So sure yeah. you're going to
2: say sexually. <laughs> I do find that it, happens
1: anyway. Yeah, yeah I do find that sometimes
0: the, the like the teachers and the lecturers. Not all of them, but some of them do kind of steer. They're trying to push towards their style of filmmaking. Yeah. Like there's one that we can name in particular. that I think Chanstar and there's Josh one I think know. I've met this person. Yeah, and, and, and he, they were
1: like they were like with the script. They were yeah. like there was a script thing and a thing that Chanster had written in a script, and they were like, "Oh, that line, it's not." a thing you can see on screen, you would never see that in a professional script, and I just read a script called Deeper that got sold for like two and a half million dollars to yeah. MGM that it has all that kind of thing on
0: screen. I'm like, uh, excuse you, the beginning yeah. of every Star so you Wars got So you've got to learn
1: to be your own filmmaker yeah. as well, yeah. but it's in an environment where you can kind of do that. Yeah. pretty safely. Anyway, that's a good place to end it. I think... So do, do we want to do top do five lovely. or the card game first?
2: Uh, how much time do we have left? We have
1: about 10-ish minutes. 10 right, right, let's minutes. do a quick round of... Uh, we'll do a quick round. round. So the card game that we brought in round. the podcast a couple of weeks back... Elevator uh, Elevator Pitch. Ele- elevator pitch and we've got the version of uh, Cliche Anything and we're playing with a guest... So this will be really fun. He hasn't played this before. I think not much. Um, and so we're gonna have a go. And if so you guys if he remember, wins, this is gonna be real. It's kind of like calling out uh, an element, and then the first person to call a movie that has that thing in it gets the card. First of five cards wins. Yep. So I'll roll first. I rolled a five, and a five is a plot, Mexican standoff, El Mariachi. <laughs> yeah. Yep, there yeah. There you go. Literally.
0: Josh.
3: Cool. I'm rolling. Have you seen? Uh, uh, I, I rolled a two and that is a character that is a talking animal. Babe. There you go. Um, there's, uh, the,
1: was it uh, the filmmaker is doing Rebel Without a Crew as uh, a TV show now? Oh, I'm
0: yeah. I'm oh, to see that. That looks cool. I'm actually partway through reading that book. Okay, number so, two
2: is plot saved by the mole people.
0: Uh, 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 the um, end of Incredibles 1. No, he's uh, not saved that's
2: by the turn. The time machine? That's what I was thinking. Yes. Good. Yeah. yes,
1: yes. <laughs> totally. I've only seen the remake of that. How bad is that? All right, so
0: five. Yeah, the people on the ground. The, the Morlocks. The Morlocks. Number, Number Morlocks, five. Uh, genre, road movie.
1: Maniacs Fury Road. road yeah. Yo.
0: <laughs> there are so many
1: other road movies. Why is that the one we did with the longer title? Like Road like Trip. R- road Games. Hero Euro Trip. You're oh, sorry, mango, Migo, go, right. On. Oh, I forgot to roll. Okay, number two. Uh, it is the ending, and it's one is left to tell the tale. Oh,
2: uh, uh, no. Um, um, no, you were right. I think well, you were right. Well, Alien I Predator. I Am Legend, but... The Grey?
1: I Am Legend. Alien vs. Predator, is someone left uh, to The tell first the...
2: one, yeah. Okay. Because the first one was I Am Legend up... is that. She's left live to tell ah, the tale right. of his legend. That's what I was thinking. I was like, fuck that
3: stupid ending. Yeah. I'm on three. I don't know why I went Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> Connor is on one, Chancellor is on zero. Fuck I rolled a five, and that is a plot, which is cut the red wire. The mission Beach- possible. Multip- oh, fuck. <laughs> Alexis- like, Speech- mission
2: I like that you Where said mission and Mission imprepro. her. Okay. I got a Two. It's a genre. A tearjerker. Magnolia. I will accept, even yeah. though I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> oh, you
1: really? I've had your Have you seen for it, years. No. Have you seen Ragnolia Connor?
2: No, I have not. Dear God, uh, you Okay, people. so <laughs> uh,
0: four is a scene, the desert. Mad Mad Max, Max Fury Road,
1: road. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so roll it So we tied on that one So you roll it again And then read out A same different card? different one Yeah, same card Read out a different number
2: Mad okay. Max Fury Road Yay Just re-roll that
0: one Mad Max Fury <laughs> <to your>
2: Road <laughs> <laughs> Oh no my god So is listening Why you do it get a different four number? Three
0: okay. times Alright. Okay. So, oh yes Genre, Grindhouse Grindhouse <laughs> No, it's not called Grindhouse oh, uh,
3: Death Bruchetti
1: Fuck you, buddy yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh Five, yeah. I won. Uh, yes, right. sucked Not rigged at all. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Now, top five movies set at a school Ooh, or a right. university or a higher education. Who wants to go first? I'll Who go is, first. Is I've go got Shane. my, my honourable mentions list. I've got Bring It On, obvious. There's a movie called Accepted. Do either of you know this movie? Yo. Anyone? So it's got Justin Long in it. It's actually really good. He basically makes
2: up a fake college. Huh? Oh, no, subjects. I have seen this one. It's yes, really yeah. good. It's, really, yeah. it's, it's really funny good. because in yeah. today's environment, mm. that's a very dodgy movie, seeming there are so many <laughs> yeah. fake yeah, yeah. colleges yeah. that screw uh, people over. I've got Legally Blonde, which
1: I love. Yep. Nice. Easy A, Yeah. great. Mean Girls, yep. Goodwill <laughs> Hunting, uh, Dead Poets Society and Love, Simon, because I literally just watched that one. It's fresh. And then my top five is a little bit longer than top five, just because... You just did wow. all the I know, but... Uh, okay, so number... Wait, one, two, three, four, six. It's a top six, so it's not that much. Number six is School of Rock. Yep. Yeah. Cool. yep. I love that. That is my favourite Richard Linklater movie. More than anything is that else, Richard he's done. It's yes? Richard
3: yeah, Fine. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What? Yeah, that's Richard yeah, Linklater. Oh shit! Why are you doing Boyhood? Oh wait, <laughs> I put, okay.
1: Mean Girls is there too. I must have not meant to have Mean Girls in there. Uh, Whoops. Number uh, number four is Harry Potter. All of them, but specifically five. If I have to pick one, I. I wizard yes. Wizard school. It's a okay. wizard school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three is Get Over It. I've talked about it on the podcast enough, and if you haven't seen it, Get watch Over
2: It is number one.
1: No, no, number two is Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And number one is The Breakfast Club. Cool. Oh, cool. That cool. is the ultimate school. I movie. Safe the choice. The
2: only reason I didn't put the Breakfast Club on my list is because I'm like everyone's going to put Breakfast Club. <laughs> I'm also yeah. assuming everyone's going to put School of Rock, but I wanted to be one of yeah. them. Okay, and way. we'll go around this way, Connor. Okay, okay. so
0: my five is uh, I got School of Rock at number five. Nice. Obviously, yes. it's uh-huh. just Jack Black has shaped so much. Hello, of Hello, you got a base. <laughs> <laughs> just so many. You great call ones. me Mister S. Snee <laughs> 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 with <for> three E's. <laughs> oh man, uh, and then four I had. Uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Oh, I, that's the Order of the Phoenix is my. See, I I really like Goblet of Fire. It's just my
2: favorite of that. So my favorite. No, actually, no. Three is my the... favorite book. Um, I do love.
0: This one is kind of. It's not a film, but fuck you. It's awesome. Uh the show on Netflix. Everything sucks. Fuck you. Okay. Is it good? I it's, need to watch it. It's real. because like, it, at first it's like the first two three episodes. It's kind of like saved by the Bell, but then it gets like. They play, level they play Wonder War. They play okay.
3: Wonder War, so... Yeah, th- yeah okay. there's Oasis,
0: which I because of that, so I've been like listening to nothing but Oasis ever. for like three weeks Oh, now. wow, okay. yeah. yeah, no, it's really good. Everyone watch That's it. That's CD. Um, number two, I've got uh, The Social Network. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Harvard. Yep. Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just really like that. That's such it's, a good movie. Yeah. So. And then number one, I've got uh, Bowling for Columbine. <laughs>
2: Fuck yes, yeah. that's a good choice. That is a that's, very good choice. Interesting. Yeah, very
0: relevant, very <laughs> politically
1: relevant right now. Yes. Uh, yeah,
2: Um, All right, so I don't have honourable mentions because there are just so many great school-based movies. Are, right? they're, they're There's they're a lot. Like I feel like that be, because that is a time in our life that we are growing, uh, mm-hmm. and so it's it, school-based movies kind of shape our lives a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say every every second John Water films. Uh, John Waters? John Waters. John uh, fucking here's, Hughes. Hughes. John <laughs> John, John Waters. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Hairspray is- The producer's
0: name has lost it. Number five. I've, I've got, got one out. John
2: Waters film in here, which no. was originally at five, and then I decided to swap four and five because number five is now Grease. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. 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 Uh, I just like,
1: couldn't get over how morally corrupt that movie is. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so
1: holy shit. Smoke and you can get the man. Yeah. <laughs> Change your entire
2: idea of who you are. But <laughs> Although, the whole timeline of Greece, what the fuck? Because on the first. I think you've done this rant already on the podcast. On the podcast? Okay, yes. I won't.
1: <laughs> you have but, a lot of key rants that we've heard a few yeah. times. Oh,
2: no. I'm becoming predictable. I'm going to put Bowfinger on it just to confuse you. Uh, so number four is Hairspray, John Waters. Okay. Uh, That's the John Waters one? Uh, no, the musical. Okay. I do prefer the musical over the John Waters one. I do love the John Waters one. It is so disgusting, but I just love the, the musical one because it has it is like fun and light, but with like this underlining seediness of John Waters, which yeah. I love. Mm. Um, number three, School of Rock. Yeah. Solid. Uh, Number two is Harriet the Spy.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. I loved that movie as a
2: kid. have not seen it since I was a kid. I wanted to be a spy when I was a kid. Right? (laughs) Me too. It was the whole reason why I wanted to be a PI, and I'm still not. And talking about PIs, number one is Brick.
1: Oh, Oh, yes. yes. Why isn't that on my list? (laughs) Fuck, that's a good movie. Don't worry. I
2: said the same thing about Harry Potter, so.
1: Okay, (sighs) right. Fair enough. Uh, Josh, you t- Josh is Josh is ruined. You
3: ruined yeah. Josh. Sorry, Josh. Josh. Um, so my, it's funny. I nearly deleted my list. Hold then. up, we
2: should have all had Star Wars Episode Two or Episode Three <laughs> yeah. because fuck he up. kills all the other <laughs> Yes. Um, all
3: right. So the honorable mentions now because I fucking forgot them. So, uh, Brick, which is amazing, <laughs> like nice. Ryan Johnson and he's the EP who he also did. Last Jedi this yep. nice. ride right or die team uh, Whiplash nice. uh, how can you not noise uh, number two on other dimensions this is Social Network cause nice. by David Fincher and number one is Rushmore by Wes Anderson nice um, and then to my main list uh, number five 21 Jump Street yes this oh is all yeah bad. Of
1: course.
3: <laughs> going back to high school and doing all that does uh, number four is Me and Elle and the Dying Girl it's oh sort of, fuck! <laughs> Why wasn't
2: that on my list? <laughs> no, that was that. That's good. Yeah,
3: uh, number three is Rudy because it's it's about sports and it's a biopic and it has Sean Astin. In I, I only know
1: Rudy from the reference they do to it in the newsroom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you cannot not love Sean Astin because he's he's based. Um, number two, School of Rock. I think we've all solid yep. talked about. And number one is Mean Girls, uh, written by Tina Fey, directed by Mark Walters, Because how can you not? Mean Girls is fucking amazing. I can watch it. Yeah. Anytime ever, oh. it yeah. is time, it's it infinitely is timeless. rewatchable, mm. and there's yeah. not a lot of movies that are like I was purposes. also gonna because I uh I forgot to put this on uh, what I recently watched. Um, I rewatched Easy A recently,
0: love it. It's yeah. it's a it's good
3: cool. time. It's this, yeah, right on the precipice between when Emma Stone is gonna become famous, Emma Stone, and then Amanda
0: well, Bynes. That's the one that gave it because she yeah. got
1: Golden Globe nominations for comedy for it, and then that kind of catapulted well, like her into nine. the yeah. Emma Stoness that we know now, yeah. yeah.
2: The Emma Stoness, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, she was she'd done stuff before that, but it, that was her just first. Together, she did. Super the bad.
2: We are all Emma Stoners, right? Mm.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only
2: wanted to say that so I can say mm. that line. I'm, I'm moving back. Okay, Nice, okay. okay. thank you. And yeah, I'm
3: good. oh, that's good. That's
1: well, that's, that's a good nice place to end. And thank you all for listening. This was a really fun episode. I actually yeah. really like this episode a lot. Yeah, we got
2: to bitch. Uh, we got to bitch. That's usually they got real angry really and sad. sad. And thank you for we, coming
0: on again. No, Connor? thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks I, for
2: coming out all this way. Like you had gone home, and we're like, hey, it's been a week. Let's call them in again. Yeah, look, I came on
0: the promise of Guinness. It's fine.
3: He was sleeping on the couch. here. <laughs> uh,
1: if you want to tweet at us or follow us on Instagram, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Picture Ranges, And you can email us, uh, email us questions. We want to we answer questions. It'll be cool at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Shane M underscore
2: Anderson. Ooh, you can find me on Twitter at that or caps. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at The Don't find me on Twitter. Twitter sucks.
0: And you can find me on Instagram at uh, Rifle and My Trifle. Uh, That's really good. Well, thank you for
1: coming. Uh, Thank you for coming. It's not like you're here. You're listening to us now. Everyone listening just came. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.